Welcome to Listen In. My name is Stephanie Gates Sloan, and I want to invite you to listen in on conversations I have with my friends as we discuss engaging college students with the gospel. Brian, I really appreciate you giving me your time just for us to have a conversation that I think is going to be really beneficial and helpful, specifically uh, within my context for ministry in Denton. But I think it's a conversation that people are starting to have all around the country. And so I'm thankful just for your willingness to give up your time. And so before we jump in, I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself, share about where you're serving and, and kind of your history of what your time in ministry has looked like. Yeah, so I have the privilege of working for Arkansas Baptists, and so a network of 1,600 churches, uh, and they have placed me as a missionary, essentially, at uh, Central Arkansas College campuses. And so I work doing BCM, which is the Arkansas equivalent to Texas BSM, at University of Central Arkansas, uh, Central Baptist College, Hendricks College, and then a couple of the community colleges in the area also. And so uh, my main responsibilities are really partnering with churches to reach college students on these campuses, get them connected to churches and really see them serve throughout their lifetime and around the world. So uh, I've been there for or been here for five years, uh, will be five years in December, actually. And before that, I worked on staff at a church doing collegiate ministry in a town just down the interstate at Arkansas Tech University in Russellville. So I I love the fact that you have experience from not only uh, campus collegiate work, but also from uh, serving within a local church in a similar capacity. And so that's one of the reasons I reached out to you to have this conversation. And so what I want us to talk about uh, is this one question. How can BSM and the local church partner together to engage college students? And so I really kind of want to hear from you and to say, like, here's what I've seen. And this is what our hope is. And then, you know, we'll just kind of walk through what have been the, the difficulties, where's the confusion uh, and other things that we kind of discover as we're talking. But so when I ask you that question, so how can BSM and the local church partner together to engage college students? What comes to mind? Yeah, I think an important place to start is really history. Um, and a lot of folks I find really don't understand the history of campus based ministry, BSM, BCM um, or even more recently, organizations like Crew, InterVarsity, things like that. Um, but back in the day, for us, the organization I'm a part of has been around 90 years serving our campus. Um, Baptist folks just were not college educated. And so they recognized that there was a large portion of the population populated on a college campus. And Baptists have always had a desire to reach people with the gospel. And so they said, we need essentially a missions outpost on that campus. That's how BSM, um, BCMs are around the nation really started. And so we were established as a missionary outpost, essentially, of the local church. And so just understanding that history really even kind of shades the future and how BSM has developed over the course of time that, that we're still that missionary outpost to the college campus. Now, the thing that has changed is not so much BSM, but probably the church. 90 years ago, when Conway Baptist Collegiate Ministry, where I serve, started, uh, most of our churches did not have people that were college educated. And so the university context was a foreign field to them. And so they hired people to be uh, specially equipped, uniquely equipped, you could say, to reach college students. 
Uh, so that's where BCMs really started. Today, we still have the privilege of having those, but we also have the privilege of having churches that are probably more equipped to, to minister effectively to college students. Uh, they're filled with folks that have been through universities and understand university culture better. And in fact, we're seeing churches that are pushing more resources to having their own collegiate ministries, not just through cooperatively supporting campus ministries such as BCM, BSM. And so I think first, understanding the history is a big deal. Uh, Stephanie, what would you say that a lot of people know and understand the history of BSM and how it started and kind of why you guys began existing in the first place? What I have found is if people grew up in the Baptist uh, denomination, they're more familiar with this idea of partnership and what what does it look like uh, within the state convention? What does it look like within an association? And then partnering together to engage the campus through BSM. What I have found is any of our younger pastors or even church planters or people who didn't necessarily grow up within what we would call like a traditional Baptist background, there's more confusion there. And so I, I love where you started with this idea of history. Where, where did BSM, BCM come from? Because I think that paints a very clear picture and really just lays the foundation for what we're trying to do. I would say one of the conversations that I have pretty regularly is why BSM is not a parachurch ministry, how yeah. we're literally an extension of the local church. We don't exist apart from the local church. And I think th you said it really clearly by saying we're your missionary to this campus. And so that's a conversation that I have pretty regularly of just being able to say there are other campus uh, ministries that are doing great work on each campus. But what really differentiates uh, the Baptist uh, ministries is this partnership with the local church. Um, and just kind of, like I said, coming back to and explaining, our local church has said, we want to engage in our context. We have two large universities. So we want to reach the 65,000 college students here in Denver. Wow. And we can do that better by uh, coming together and placing people on those campuses. Absolutely. And, and, and it's not really that younger pastors or pastors who are not really familiar with the history of BSM don't want to partner. It's just that they don't always understand the, that partnerships have already existed for a long time. Um, and so, for example, we, we've had recently a younger pastor in our area that came into his church and, and he didn't realize that his church had a history of supporting us and partnering with us and us connecting students to his church. And, and just being willing to learn some of those things is time consuming, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's the unique thing that those of us in our job, we have to be really intentional to build those relationships um, to provide, I think, just some of that history, but also to pursue what could this look like now in the future? Um, for the two ministries to partner together. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, if you look kind of historically, uh, for a while, it was campus ministries were the only ones doing collegiate ministry. Mm -hmm. and, and then you had kind of a, a season shift where churches began to get more involved and more inclined to reach the college campus. And at that point, a lot of campus ministries really served as the gatekeepers, for, for better or worse. Uh, most campus ministry, even if it happened through churches, flooded through um, the campus ministries. So the campus ministry helped, they aided, 
they said, oh, if you want access to campus, the best way to do it is to come through us. Now, that's still true in a lot of places, but it no longer has to be true. And I really celebrate that, that now churches have a lot more direct access to campus. Um, they're hiring people, college pastors and volunteers and different things that are more equipped to really reach campus and dig in deep and develop some roots. Um, you're, you're seeing in campuses across the uh, across the nation that a lot of churches actually have student organization groups that are on campus. And so they don't really need BCM or BSM to, to be their on-ramp to campus. But that doesn't mean that both don't still provide great value. Yeah. I agree. We, in our context, uh, out of our over 90 churches that we partner with, I would say right now there's maybe two or three that have their own student organization at yeah. UNT. And what we even found was someone came in uh, last, I guess, two years ago, they started an organization and very quickly realized, wait a second, we need help to know what we are trying to do. We, we know we exactly. want to engage. And so then it was even just that unique opportunity to say, well, okay, let me help you learn campus culture. Let me help you learn what does it look like uh, to schedule things on campus? Where are the places you can go? What are the best times to do this? What does it look like to meet students? What does the university allow? And what I found is like we get to serve in some ways. I call myself like a connection strategist. I want to help each church think through what does this look like for you? And so for some churches, it has been let's start this student organization so that we can we'll be on campus. And then for others, it has been Okay, how do we partner together so that through the BSM we get to meet students? And then for some others, they're just saying, we don't even know where to start. Can you come in and help us think through that? And so I think you bring up some some helpful uh, points of like what those different um, avenues to engaging college students can look like. Yeah, and so the, the role of the BSM, BCM director or campus ministers, we call them in Arkansas, is really multifaceted and that we're reaching and engaging students, but we also have a, a pretty steadfast foot in the church trying to bring the church along to impact the campus. And that looks different in each churches. Um, we just celebrated a rural church in our area, uh, baptizing a Malaysian student and been an incredible moment where this student, an international student on our campus came to faith and was baptized because he had connected to this super rural church. So for that particular church, we were their avenue to reach and engage campus. Um, some churches have a bit more opportunity to do that. They don't, they have some of the resources naturally built in, but for others, uh, it's only through cooperation and partnership that they're able to even see the fruit of campus ministry. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, so in those moments, when we're thinking of like partnership, um, where we we're having these conversations with, our local pastors and people that just love college students in our local churches. And, and as they're trying to think through, what does this look like for us? Cause I think you know, just, we've just both said, it's going to look different for every church. Um, when we think through and we get to have those conversations, one of the things that often comes up is, so when a student becomes a part of our church, why should they still be a part of BSM? And so I think this idea of what could this partnership look like? between the local church and BSM or BCM is kind of what we're having to, to put together within our specific context. So what have you found um, is, or what has been, I guess, a helpful way for you to describe that partnerships within the churches that you serve with? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I'll start by saying this. 
So if a college pastor comes to me and says, hey, why, why does a student that has been connected to my church still have to be involved in BCM, BSM? I would say, first off, they don't. They, they really don't have to. I mean, our end game is to get students uh, in a right relationship with Jesus, connected to a church where they're growing and where they're able to serve throughout the continuing generations of their life. Um, but BSM and involvement with the campus ministry plays a huge key, just, just a really, it, pl- it plays a huge role in their life that if you remove them from that, they may not have the access to reach their campus like they could have before. Can you, so, can you tease that out a little bit? Like, what, is, what, do, you, what do you mean by, by that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the absolute healthiest dynamic for a student is for them to be involved in a campus ministry that loves the local church and desires to see them growing and discipled through the local church. Um, but then that church also valuing that student be incredibly connected to a campus ministry. Uh, campus ministry really does life on the college campus. Um, the church extends that life into the city. Um, but a campus ministry is, uh, you could say, laser focused on the university dynamic. And so when a student is involved with a campus ministry, such as BSM, their entire focus is on what's going on right there where they live in the dorms, where they eat in the cafeteria, the student union, uh, where they're playing at the intramural fields. And so they have this keen awareness of what's going on. And campus ministries have this laser focus on evangelism, on reaching the campus that God's called them to reach, that all these churches have partnered together to place them on so that they can reach more and more students with the good news of Jesus. So a student being involved in the church is a great thing. And, and in fact, that's the best thing. And I mean, scripture says that the gates of hell don't prevail against the church, not campus ministries or BSMs. And so yeah. uh, we always prioritize the student's involvement in the local church. But there are some things that can be gained by a student's involvement in a campus ministry uh, that are very unique to their four years, five years, six years. Some of them who are doing the, the victory laps around. Uh, there are some things that can be uniquely gained by their involvement in campus ministry. And that's really a laser focus on evangelism, on reaching their peers with the gospel in their particular context. I completely agree. One of the things that we really wanted to see within our students that are involved in BSM is that they have a, a deep understanding of the gospel, its implications for their life and an urgency for those that they're in classes with or live with or and or other organizations or intramurals, they're looking for opportunities to share the gospel. And I think yeah. being a part of a campus ministry like BSM or BCM, really, as you were saying, it helps us. We're laser focused, but it also helps us help those students to recognize that you have been uniquely placed here as an ambassador of reconciliation. God has placed you at this university for two, four, seven, however long uh, a student may be on our campuses. And so how do we help them use, really shift their view and understand that this is not just about me getting a degree. This is an opportunity for me to represent Christ and to take the gospel into places that our local churches and even you and I, Ryan, don't have access. I don't get yeah. to go and build the same relationships in a class or even in a dorm that a student does. And so if we can walk alongside them and equip them so that they have that deeper understanding of what the gospel is and how it's impacting their life, and then being able to go and to have those conversations 
with the people that God has placed them with. Uh, I've seen that just as an overflow. Then as they're investing into these people, they're inviting them into the campus ministry. But then they're also, as those conversations continue, they're inviting them to go attend their church with them. And so there's just, it's almost like a gateway into uh, different gospel conversations, gospel relationships, and an introduction into the local church. Yeah, and also, I don't want to belittle the fact that um, uh, our, our ministries exist primarily as student organizations on a college campus. And so, which means that my role and your role is, is quite different than my role on church staff several years ago. And so when I was on church staff, my job was to lead the college ministry. Uh, but now, really and truly, my job is to direct the, the movement of God on this campus. And, and it's really the student's job to lead the college ministry, both in the eyes of our ministry and in the eyes of the university. The university, while they see value in our positions, you and I, um, well, they see that the students are the ones leading and guiding and directing. And so we're required to have a president, vice president, all of those things. And so I think there's something distinct about a campus ministry like DSM where students are really taking ownership and the impetus to really evangelize and, and drive all the ministry really lands on them in the end. And that's a, a leadership cultivating thing. But it's also a thing that gives them a unique set of opportunities in this season of life that prepares them for ministering the church forever. I agree. I think I often tell students, BSM is temporary, the church is forever. And everything that we do, we want to use that to help make you uh, a better, help you better understand what it's like to serve uh, within the local church and to understand what does it look like to be kingdom-minded uh, after you graduate. So I completely agree uh, with what you've, what you've shared. When it comes to this idea of uh, the churches being the main disciple, discipler or the ones thinking through discipling college students, what have been some things that you've seen churches do that have been really helpful? Or what are some things that you wish more churches would do when it comes to that, that understanding of discipling and developing the spiritual lives of college students? Hey, these, these are great questions. And in fact, these are really pertinent. I had the opportunity of sitting with a group of people in uh, North Arkansas trying to reach a community college yesterday. And, and they asked, it was a room full of senior adults. And they said, Brian, how can we even think about engaging this campus? And, you know, there's something interesting on every single university's, whether the community college or a large state school, private school. There's an info piece on all of their recruitment material, and that's the student-to-faculty ratio. Um, and students want to know that as they're searching for their school because they so desire to be invested in by an older generation who's an expert in their field. And so churches have the opportunity to meet that need, whereas a campus ministry never, ever, ever could. Churches are filled with adults who are experts in whatever they do. And students so desire those interpersonal relationships. That's why I think only a church can truly carry out the mission that Jesus has called us to, to go and make disciples. Uh, we can have discipling pieces of our ministry, but really and truly as campus ministries, we can't see multi-generational discipleship happen on a large scale. We're always going to be capped to that degree, whereas churches are filled with Adults who, honestly, if they take it upon themselves to reach out to, to invest in students, uh, it's a game changer in their ministry, in their lives. 
both in the lives of students and in the lives of adults. Churches are just far more equipped and as they should be to disciple students well and to engage them in, in discipling relationships. I think the idea of understanding just that ratio, I've, I've never worded it that way. And I think that's a really helpful picture of um, BSM. We are often capped. We're sometimes, I think I'm lucky if I have three, four or five staff members. Uh, but when you yeah. look at a local church, that's going to, that opens up a whole, uh, a much larger dynamic and opportunity. So in those relationships, so say and, and Stephanie, let me ask this, your staff members, yeah. uh, your staff members, they all probably tend to be under 30, right? That's very, very true. I'm the only one on staff that is over 30. And that's, I think, always been the case as long as I've been. And, and, and just based on the financial ability that a lot of our campus ministries have, and that, that's typically the case. And so even then in our discipling relationships within campus ministries, they tend to be pretty single generational. Um, and you know what? One of the most encouraging conversations was for me. It happened a few months ago. There's a group of uh, young ladies and they came up to me, uh, college sophomores and juniors. They came up to me and they said, Hey, Ryan, um, you know, we would really love to learn to cook. And they came to me to ask this question, but I am not, I, I, I have no competency in that arena at all. And so they said, Hey, would there be some like ladies from the church you think that could teach us to cook? Um, I mean, it was a really humbling conversation. They said, Hey, we don't know how to do this and we want to be ready to do this in the future. We want to be able to do this now. And so they were truly and legitimately seeking out older people who could, just teach them life skills. Um, and so churches have the opportunity to do that in a way that, that, that we really don't. I, I agree. I think I encourage our students to think through what are some of those basic adult needs uh, or what are some other things, maybe spiritual disciplines, that you recognize that you need help with. And so I've had students that have come and say, I just don't know how to study the Bible. Or even a student that says, you know what, I'm hoping to propose, but I have no idea. I didn't grow up in a home with a dad. I don't know what a Christian relationship looks like. Wow, yeah. Who I just need help figuring these things out. And it could even be, I just need help knowing like how to manage a budget. Or maybe I'm, I'm wrestling with some doubt and I have a lot of questions. Is there someone that I can sit down with that can just spend that time with me? Um, and I think that's, are some those are just some unique ways that the local church can enter in and invest really well into college students. And even as you maybe are teaching to cook or helping with budgets or talking about relationships, in those opportunities, we're getting to also reveal the love of God. We're getting to um, talk about what God's doing in our lives. And, and I call that informal discipleship where we're just living life together in such a way that the gospel is going to come up. And I think those relationships uh, that can happen within the local church are essential, especially when you think through how many of our students maybe didn't grow up in a Christian home. They've never seen yeah. what this, what a family dynamic can look like. Um, or even like what could, okay, I'm walking closely with this family and I just saw the mom and dad fight, but also got to see them reconcile. And they might have not ever been able to see what that looked and so the, the church can provide just by inviting someone into their life. And the pushback that I get from some of the people in our churches 
is I don't have time to invest in polishing because of everything else that I have going on. And in that moment, I said, it's not about adding one more thing to your calendar. It's about inviting them into what you're already doing and looking yep. for those opportunities. So young mom that has three kids, take a student with you to go run, uh, run to the grocery store, help, let them help you cook and clean up and they'll help you put your kids to bed. Let them see that. And that's some intentional investment into these students that you're right. My staff, because of the majority of their life stages, they just don't have that same experience or opportunity. Yeah, it's, it's a good word. And so really for a church, uh, some practical things that they can do that can partner with BSM and, and engage students in, in those kind of relationships. I found uh, when I started on staff at a church, we had zero college ministry. And so I was the first person they had ever hired and man, it grew. God just blessed. And part of that was because we worked through the BCM in our area. So we just went and started meeting students' needs. And one of the things that we found was that students really desired to connect to a church, but they didn't quite know where to go. So we just first went and met a lot of these students and said, hey, listen, we're, we're here. Our doors are open. We are college friendly. Like we would love for you to be a part. But the thing that we did, Stephanie, that really was a game changer in our ministry when I was at Dardanelle First Baptist was uh, once a month we had uh, meals. So we would just call it college lunches. And after service on a Sunday morning, we just, I would recruit, work hard to recruit about 10 families to open their homes. And then on Sunday after service, we would literally just pair students, you know, five or 10 at a time with these families to go and spend the afternoon with them and eat lunch. And students loved it because they didn't have to go and spend their money uh, buying food that afternoon. Either the church did it or the family was gracious enough to pay for it. But the incredible thing is that those students who went there to eat a meal for an hour would wind up hanging out for hours on end, just playing games with these students, with these families, taking care of their kids. Uh, I mean, it was such a life-giving moment for them. And I find even now it's incredible. I, uh, a couple of weeks ago was on Instagram. was just looking at, at some of the students that had gone through my ministry when I was at that church in the past. And I, I saw pictures of them hanging out with those families. This is five, six, seven years later after they had graduated and they went back to town just to visit with them. So, so I think for that, that's a huge need that college students have and they long for those relationships in, of people that are older with them. And so if we can find opportunities to give that to those students, whether it's around a meal or around events or even just around things that train students with those opportunities, like how to cook, how to budget, those kind of things. And those are some big inroads that churches can make in the lives of students that aren't completely dedicating themselves to knowing the college pastor and being close to, to the figurehead of the ministry necessarily. Um, I think every good college pastor his goal should be that students know a ton of adults within their church. Uh, one of my uh, big critiques right now is that a lot of our churches are doing collegiate ministry and they're reaching students. And I'm thankful for that. Like we're going to go after students to get the gospel to them, whatever it takes. But a lot of our churches miss opportunities and that they have the opportunity to connect students to adults in their church. But Sometimes they find themselves content just to host a big worship service and 
and never really do the things that churches are best equipped to do. And that's connect folks to adults and discipling relationships there. Um, so I think if, if I were back in a church doing collegiate ministry, my number one priority would be getting students connected to adults in discipling relationships. I was talking with a former college pastor that was here in Denton, and that was one of the biggest things he had been working on. And then he said he realized that when I finally was able to recruit enough adults to kind of match the number of students that we were trying to uh, partner together, he said, what I realized was not only were we trying to uh, disciple college students, but we quickly found that a lot of the adults in our churches had never been discipled or invested in. And so he was trying to figure out what's that dynamic or even that tension that we're living in now of how do we, we're asking these people to invest, disciple, mentor our students, but yet they've never experienced anything like that before. And so in a situation yeah. like that, how would you encourage that college pastor who, who sees the need, is trying to, and even has adults who are interested, but now he's at that step of how do I equip and prepare our church members to enter into this partnership with me? Well, well Stephanie, and this is, this is going to sound really opinionated, but I think the biggest thing on a college pastor's job description, is, so if I were uh, on a personnel committee of a church or the senior pastor who was supervising um a college minister, the biggest thing that would be highlighted, bolded, underlined on that college pastor's job description would be volunteer coordinator. Yeah. Because really and truly the thing that has the capacity to, to put their ministry to the next level, to reach and engage students and disciple literally hundreds of students is to have volunteers. And, and that means this, that means that you're going to have to work really hard to recruit them to work really hard to then train them on what does it look like to have discipleship relationships, discipling relationships with these students. And then, man, when you can have adults that are following up with college students uh, through the, the high times and low times in their life, it, it is a game changer because everything doesn't fall on the college pastor. And then you're involving the whole church in, in the big missions movement of reaching the campus. And so I, I would first uh, help a college pastor to recognize that their main role is volunteer recruitment um, rather than preaching to a big crowd, rather than leading small groups themselves. And if they can recruit volunteers, their, their job will be much different and their ministry impact could be much, much greater. Um, secondly, I, I would say this. You don't know what your adults know or don't know until you get to know adults. Sometimes college pastors feel really, really siloed in their role within a local church because the church has commissioned them to go and reach students and they're spending time on campus. But, but unfortunately, they're not going to a Sunday school class, a small group themselves oftentimes. And so, so I would say this uh, to a college pastor, spend time with adults within your age range and mobilize them to help you in the task that you've been assigned to, to reach and engage college students. Get to know what they need from you as far as coaching, as far as how to disciple students, and then deploy them to do it. Uh, a lot of our church members just really need opportunities. In fact, I was sitting in that group of senior adults yesterday, and the one thing they said was this. They, they watched a lot of Fox News, they admitted in the room, and they said, we realized that 
college campuses are hard and scary places. And I assured them that they weren't as scary as sometimes they were led to believe. And they said, so we realize the needs are great. We just don't have anybody telling us how we can address those needs. And that, that was a, that was a game changer to me. I, I think it's going to change the way I do ministry this next year that I personally need to do a better job communicating some easily accessible steps to ministering to college students. Uh, Sometimes I think we just stand up on the stage and say, if you want to volunteer with college students, sign up, give me your name, email, address, phone number. And people are like, "Uh, I I don't know about that because is this a 20 hour a week commitment? Is this a, you know, six year long process? I think giving them really short, easy, attainable steps and, Hey, would you provide a meal uh, once a month for this set of college students? throughout their time in college. I think giving them something they can wrap their mind around and then deploying them to do it um, could really be that, that thing that enables volunteerism within a church. I think that's really helpful and really practical and something that would be really easy for uh, a college minister within a local church to apply or even just a volunteer layperson who's trying to begin college ministry or is running a, a ministry. And so I really appreciate uh, you kind of taking us from real broad, but even into those real practical next steps. Cause I think you're right when we say we need help doing this. If we don't give them an understanding of like, what are some different options? Uh, and kind of say, here are those steps that you could take or here are the things that we need or even that students need. It can, it can feel vague and overwhelming and, and no one signs up for that. And yeah, you're, you're exactly right we need to be really clear with how we communicate those things. And so on the, on well, the flip this, side of, uh, go for it. Well, yeah, Stephanie, I think that's even true of us is, is campus-based college ministers. And that a lot of times I, I can feel frustrated because churches aren't really supporting as best as I think they should. But then when I look back, I, I very seldom give churches really simple, easy-to-follow steps in how they can support my campus ministry. And I find that when I do that and I ask, hey, would you buy a thousand bottles of water for Welcome Week for us to hand out? And they do it and, and they really overperform when I ask them and give them tasks to help me with, to come alongside with. So, so I think that's a good point. I, I agree. When I, there are certain churches that I, they have said to me, you tell me when you have a need. And I realized at that time it was hard for me to think through, well, I can't think of anything, but then it was like, well, we're about to do all of these big events to meet new students during the first two weeks of class. And yeah, I need to bake goods. I need this. I need this. And they showed up and it wasn't just, I'm dropping off the baked goods. It's okay. Now what do we do? How do do I have this conversation? How do I get to uh, just be here and get to meet students? And I think that was a really helpful thing for me to start to learn was communicating, but then I think it takes just a little bit of forethought to plan out, okay, if we're going to have this event or this certain aspect of ministry is going to happen or we want to see it begin to happen, what are those steps that we can communicate uh, to our churches, to our staffs, and to our student leaders? I think it's just a really helpful way to do your planning uh, and preparation. Yeah, agreed. Um, so we've talked a lot about uh, kind of the, the local church and what that can look like for them to engage students. 
when you talk to our churches about going and sending their students back to the campus as evangelists, as missionaries, and partnering with the BSM to do that, uh, how does that conversation go? Or what are the highlights that you make sure that you communicate to those local churches? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, first off, my guarantee, and, and I strive really hard for this, Stephanie, that my guarantee to churches and to students is that I'm really not going to ask too much of a time commitment from you. Uh, for example, uh, churches in our area do college worship services. And then in addition to that, have college discipleship groups. And then they, of course, want them to come and be a part of the, the body on Sunday morning. And so that right there is three days that students are engaged in their church body. And so I try really hard to, to be cognizant of that and say, hey, listen, everything that we really ask students to do as far as be a part of and corporately events can happen on one night of the week. And so I work really, really hard to kind of hone down our schedule to meet the needs of churches um, and then to, to make our time really effective. I will say this, that if if a campus ministry is asking for churches to give up those students to a campus ministry, say, hey, would you encourage them to be involved in this? And that campus ministry is not laser focused on evangelism. College pastor, you should just ignore that request. Um, but if that campus ministry is laser focused on evangelism and is going to give your students some clear, easy steps to share the good news of Jesus with other folks on campus, as a college pastor, why, why wouldn't you free your students and encourage them to go and be a part of whatever's happening? Because here's what's going to happen. Your students are going to go, have the opportunity to share the gospel, be trained in evangelism. They're going to see fruit from that. And, and then that's going to directly impact your church ministry. They're going to invite people to your church because they love your church and the ministry that they see from your church. I think sometimes people see BSM, BCM campus ministries as a threat to uh, a student's involvement in the local church. But a healthy campus ministry is always, always, always going to prioritize local church involvement over campus ministry involvement. And everything that a healthy campus ministry is going to do is going to be geared toward the goal of reaching campus and connecting students to the church. Um, so to me, as a college pastor, when we started our college ministry, it was a no-brainer that the first place we were going to go is to the BCM. They were the experts at reaching the campus. They knew the campus. Um, it's kind of like, Stephanie, when you go to a foreign mission field, we partner with IMB missionaries all across the world to, to reach folks and to send our students to. And there's a reason that we partner with IMB missionaries. It's because when we get there, they know the culture. They know the language. They know uh, the steps to take to, to engage in a meaningful way. And, and then they are connected to churches, local churches in the area, to connect folks, too, who are interested in learning more about Jesus. And so I think churches should really see VSMs and campus ministries as their local missionary that are specifically honed to a certain context. And when you send a student to that local missionary or that local missions organization, just know that their goal is to make them a better and more uh, focused missionary on their context. Um, so I think when we start seeing it in similar ways as that, then it's really beneficial. I agree. And 
I, I appreciate just your insight uh, and experience that you've had, specifically coming from both contexts, being the campus minister and a, and a church collegiate minister. I think you provide some, some insight that even um, it's hard for me to speak into because I have not served in a collegiate church role. I've done volunteer aspects. Um, and so I really yeah. appreciate you really, I think, just helping me have this conversation and so, Ryan, I end every conversation with one question, and uh, I want to ask that question to you and get your perspective. We've kind of talked a little bit about this, but I want to see if there's anything else you would like to add. So, Ryan, why do you believe that the local church should invest in college ministry? Wow, that's a big question, and, and I think there are all kinds of places you can go, but, but I'll say it this way. The university culture influences uh, our nation, influences our world. And if you reach the campus, you're legitimately reaching uh, future leaders. You're reaching folks that are going to go back and be leaders in their country, international students. When you reach the campus, you reach the world. And so uh, churches should be all in reaching the campus, whether that means supporting their BSM, if they're not in a community directly tied to a college campus, or that means that they engage in collegiate ministry more directly. Um, And you don't have to have a college pastor to do it. So when you reach the campus, you reach the world. I, I truly believe that, which is why I've dedicated uh, a good chunk of my life up to this point to, to be on the college campus. Well, I agree. Our heartbeats are beat the same when it comes to engaging students and the impact that we know uh, God can, can use them when it comes to impacting the entire world. And so uh, I appreciate just you, you sharing that. Uh, so, Ryan, I am thankful for you and the ministry that you do. Uh, in Arkansas, and we've only met a couple of times, but I follow you on social media. I get to kind of see uh, just the way that you love and invest in students from afar, and so I appreciate just the example that you set for us that serve uh, in similar roles uh, just by getting to watch the way that you care for people and you love people and just your excitement when it comes to students, and so I appreciate you giving of your time just to have this conversation uh, with me, and hopefully this will be beneficial and helpful uh, for our local churches as they think through what does it look like for us to engage students and for us to partner together uh, with BSN, BCN. So I really appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Stephanie. And I hope the churches in Denton realize what a jewel they have by having you there at UNT. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun watching you engage athletes particularly. That, that's an area that we have a lot to learn and grow in. And so um yeah, we're learning all the same. So appreciate you and appreciate this new website, this resource that you have for churches and uh, collegiate ministers to go and access. Well, thank you very much. If you would like to continue this conversation, you can contact me at stephaniegatessloan.com. The music was created by my talented friend, Vince Romanelli. Thanks for listening.